0: It is Cheeseheads in Chicagoland. It is week three of the preseason. We are talking about the Packers 13-6 loss to the Oakland Raiders out in Oakland. Happened all the way back in the distant past last Friday. But this is the best podcast about the Green Bay Packers. I am your host, Mike Fleischman, here in the beautiful downtown Loop Studios of Radio DePaul Sports. And real life, in person, it is happening right now. He's back, folks. It's Matt. Mellum setter sitting right next to
1: me this is odd man it's it, this is different I am I'm within arm's reach of Mike I can Mike commented on how my microphone was p- positioned it's it's a it's a different I, world now it's, I can it's, help it's, you We're in the we're in the real world he can help me with my terrible audio quality it's 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 great um it's it's great to be back in Chicago this is my first full day in the in Chicago so you Instead of instead of flying
0: back from Los Angeles yeah, like a, a real like, like a real movie guy yeah
1: like a real movie guy and taking the you know the one hour flight or whatever it is it's uh I drove back and it took me like forty hours it was a lot of fun um, I saw the sights I drove uh, from Los Angeles to South Dakota and then South Dakota down to. Chicago.
0: Tell you, man. I've done the drive from Milwaukee out to Colorado, mm-hmm. out to Boulder, and then all the way out to Telluride. Yeah. But I've never made the drive all the way yeah. out to the
1: West Coast. I've never actually been in the state of California. Really, really. It's a pretty state. It's a nice. It's a nice state. A lot of smog in Los Angeles, but uh, the drive is really pretty. That's what they tell me. And Los Angeles is Los Angeles is a place that we all think we know
0: about. Yeah. I knew I knew a guy who was born and raised in Los Angeles, worked with him in some kitchens, mm-hmm. and I had to ask him at one point, you know, what is it like to just turn on the television or turn on the radio? I'm like the radio, I'm dating myself, is so mm-hmm. how how far back this shit Put goes. on a podcast. <laughs> but I'd turn on the television, turn on the radio, put on a movie and What's it like to be reasonably sure that any podcast or radio or movie that you listen to is going to basically represent the place you grow up? Like what, you know, this is again, dating myself and Mm. this band's terrible, but have the Red Hot Chili Peppers ever wrote a song that wasn't about Los Angeles? (laughs) Like, has there been a West Coast band in... Ever yeah. that didn't write sixty percent of the material about Los Angeles, yeah. California. And I've never been to the place,
1: and yet I still feel that I know it a little bit. It's it's just such a popular place. It's so important to like American culture. I know my mom was always worried about the wildfires impacting me while I was there. And I was like, I'm gonna be fine because what would we do if the celebrities died? Like <laughs> all of the I, I was living in Hollywood. It's Los Angeles is such a strange city. I mean, it's so like concrete, everything is concrete, everything's so spread out and everyone knows you all every every part of Los Angeles, it feels like you know it and it feels like you've seen it before.
0: Now, now I actually I got a call from my mom because she had sent me like two or three texts uh-huh. throughout the, the last couple of weeks that I was just not in a position to answer at that time. They're yeah. the, the texts where you like, look at your phone, like, no, I'm going to yeah. you put it back in your pocket. Where she you're got working. Or yeah. Anything. She, she was worried that, uh, that, uh, Chicago violence oh, yeah. had, uh, had taken me out yeah and yeah and it wasn't, yeah. It, nope. it didn't nope. in fact take me out.
1: No, <laughs> no, 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 we're
0: fine. <laughs> so if you look <laughs> yeah. at a pie chart of our national spending on, on defense and fire yeah. prevention, like the, uh, the big the big slice is like keeping our celebrities alive yep. so you were actually in the safest I was, place I on was earth. in the
1: safest place on, on earth it was great <laughs> no one no one could have harmed me while I was in Hollywood California <laughs> absolutely not uh, the the nuts and bolts of cheeseheads in Chicagoland
0: is that we're on Twitter at Chicagoland. I'm on Twitter at MP Fleischman he's on Twitter at Mellum setter we have a Facebook page called cheeseheads in Chicagoland you should all like that Facebook page that You can find out every time we put out an episode Mm -hmm. during the regular season. It's usually going to be Tuesdays unless something really broke. Breaks so or the wheels fall off this darn thing during the preseason. I've been shooting for Tuesday. I hit yeah. Monday last week. Yeah, it was good because I was I was just feeling extremely caffeinated when <laughs> I was ready uh, to go. Yeah, I was I, I ran into the audio editing problems and I was I was <laughs> listening to your file. I was like, well, I don't want to I don't want to spend too much more time listening to this, so I better get this done. <laughs> No, good, good. Like, I better push the publish button and get this <laughs> thing out of my life before I, before oh. I develop any sort of like feelings well, about what's happening. We're back into the good audio world now. Nothing we, but the best here. We absolutely we are. Studio. Matching sure SM7Bs. Great. One in front of me, one in front of you. Headphones on. I'm watching my waveform. My waveform looks impeccable. Wow. I've been working on my waveform all summer.
1: It's uh snaps, I guess. I'm trying to make like weightlifting yeah. like analogies no, here, no, but no. I don't even, been, it's, it's, even it's like the biceps of the podcast recording. My waveform's been doing curls. Flexing. You've just been flexing on it with this. I, I
0: don't form. even know enough about fitness <laughs> to even like make those comparisons. <laughs>
1: Me neither. Like, <laughs> <laughs>
0: Hey, the Green Bay Packers—they're the—they're a great team. They—they uh, they had a preseason matchup. They went out to Oakland for their first road preseason game, and they didn't really bring a lot of their offensive or defensive starters. The entirety of their projected starting five of the offensive line didn't play in this game. No Adams, no Cobb, no Rodgers, no Jamal Williams. Very, very limited amounts of Ty Montgomery and Aaron Jones. Mm -hmm. Uh, A very limited amount of Geronimo Allison. But then from there on out, it was pretty much the guys that you expect to be fighting for the last spots on the roster for their respective positions on offense. But on defense, at least for the first half, we did get to see a fair amount of the projected starters on the team.
1: Yeah, we got to see a lot of Josh Jackson, a lot of Jair Alexander. Josh Jackson was again named the top cornerback for the Packers in uh, Pro Football Focus. Um, he looked really good. Um, Clinton Dix was playing. Yeah, he he played Adams. he
0: played a couple of series. Montrevious Adams got out there, especially yeah. in the third quarter, and is, uh, is looking pretty good. Uh, Muhammad Wilkerson looks pretty good. Kenny Clark looks like a pro bowler. Uh, this is the preseason, so with with Kenny Clark, I'm I'm expecting him to look very good. He should look good. He's yeah. a he's a first teamer playing out there in the preseason. He better look good. But as far as Josh Jackson goes, I'm waiting for someone to like bring me back down to earth. Yeah, because my my optimism on this kid
1: is really just, really cause, high. Because I mean, the big knock on Josh Jackson coming into the NFL was that he didn't play man coverage in college. He played zone. Uh, Iowa, The Iowa Hawkeyes played a primarily zone scheme. Coming to the Green Bay Packers, co- playing with Mike Pettin, meant that he was going to be playing a lot of man coverage. People were very worried that he wouldn't be able to do it. And he's looked stellar in man coverage. His ball skills are off the charts. He's aggressive at the right times. He knows when to make his move on a ball. He's... He just seems so fluid. He keeps up with people. Another big knock on him was his speed. He's always keeping up with people. He looks incredible. I'm so happy. That's a steal for a second round pick.
0: He hasn't taken a plate off. Yeah out there either which um That's such a getting, nice to, thing to have. getting to see getting to see guys out there who are assured of starting spots like haha ha clinton dix mm-hmm. he's not playing this preseason mm-hmm. he may be on the field yeah but he's certainly not trying to he's, initiate contact yeah, or he's anything.
1: avoiding injury he's yeah. just going through the motions, remembering the scheme, getting into the plays. He's not trying to get hurt. Josh Jackson is playing football and it looks great. He really, really looks very good. Uh,
0: this this game got started with a Raiders drive in which I, I don't remember if they got the field goal or not, because I'm not on that web page. Yes, they, they did get the field goal field on goal the opening no, drive. Choice. This was the David Carr drive the one time we got to see Derek Carr again. Second yeah, no, second it, time. It's okay, it's okay. Put the quarter in the slot, yeah. and because uh, I've earned myself. Derek Carr, David Carr. <laughs>
1: is David Carr on NFL Network? Is he the analyst now? Is I, he doing...
0: I, I hope he's. I hope he's. I think. I mean, Brandon Whedon's on a roster, so yeah. David Carr might very well be.
1: I. I feel bad for David Carr's body. He.
0: It can <laughs> He, got done, like, rough by the he got done rough by the NFL. He got done rough by the NFL. I'm digressing because I don't know how to speak. Uh, we got to see Derek Carr on a drive, and first first thing Derek Carr does is welcome Jair Alexander to the NFL by mm-hmm. throwing up a fifty fifty ball to Cooper. Which uh, taking a look at Martavis Bryant and Cooper for the Raiders, yeah, uh, I generally don't think that John Gruden is doing anything that resembles intelligence. No, no, no out no. there in in Oakland, but they do have a pair of boundary receivers and a quarterback who
1: can fling it. Yeah, I, I Martavis Bryant's fast; he can go a long ways very quickly and Derek Carr can throw that ball I almost said David Carr Amari um, Cooper's always had issues with the drops but he's he's big and on this play we see him kind of go over the top of Jair Alexander who is pretty small in comparison I think Jair Alexander maybe not a boundary corner so much as a slot corner
0: and and Jair Alexander was at least in a spot to make a tackle and yeah. finish the play yeah. but it was a it was a rough start to a game that he seemed to settle down and of course I we hadn't seen much of him at all. I don't. He didn't play in the first game. No. And I think he was very limited in the second. Mm-hmm. So this was really his first action in the preseason to speak of. So he looked okay. Uh, we also got to see the the Kenny Clark, Muhammad Wilkerson duo on this first drive. They, they're they going to be a lot of That's fun gonna be a lot playing of fun. next to each oh,
1: other. Oh, boy. This, this defensive line with how good Reggie Gilbert's looked as well and Mike Daniels coming back, this defensive line is going to be... Oh, so much fun to watch.
0: Yeah, there there is, if there's a question mark on the Packers' defense right now, it has to be that linebacking core. Yeah. More on that later. Oh, yeah, we'll get there. uh, But the, the line itself is very good, and the question in the secondary isn't like have we got the guys you yeah. got them you're you no know, no one else is showing up yeah but it, the question is more are these are these sub 25 year old guys really going to going to gel but for the actual defensive line there's no real question marks as to like well who really needs to step up because n- no one is going to be surprised when Reggie Gilbert Plays well yeah. this season. Yeah, no one's going to be surprised when Mike Daniels plays yeah, well, or Kenny Clark, yeah. or
1: Montrevious Adams is back. Like this defensive line, a, a, a trademark of Mike Pettine's defensive schemes is getting pressure with the defensive line, and this defensive line is really going to give him that ability to put a ton of pressure on quarterbacks. There's a lot of guys on this defensive line that can all have over five sacks. So, taking a look at how this drive ends up, we also see. Doug
0: Martin for for the Raiders, a guy that I didn't know was in football. Still, yeah, this is going to happen Seventh a couple year? of times here on this this yeah. episode of Cheeseheads in Chicagoland is where I talk about someone on the Raiders in the context of I was not aware that they were still in football.
1: Yeah, I mean, seven years is a long time for a running back, so it's 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 not outrageous for you to think that.
0: Um, his nickname, I believe, was the uh, the Rage Hamster. Who? Doug Doug Martin, the running back. What? Oh, it's good to be back here on Cheeseheads <laughs> in Chicago land.
1: No, no. No, no, no. I believe it was. It. The rage hamster Doug Martin. That, I mean there's a Google result. Muscle hamster. The muscle hamster. <laughs> the muscle I improved hamster. it. <laughs> I improved it actually. Buccaneers running back Doug Martin hates the muscle hamster nickname.
0: <laughs> How can you hate something
1: that that oh. that good, that pure in this world?
0: But anywho, thirty-two yard field goal uh with uh, with a big deep ball to uh, to Cooper a couple of runs by by the the rage hamster. If you don't like muscle hamster, I'll fix it for you. Man. Yeah, rage hamster. And uh and then we, we come back and uh and ESPN.com is not giving us yeah. the rest of this drive. So we've had a that's that's more was was my question of
1: where's the other ten plays in Because this, this one this one ends in a field goal, right? It was our first possession ended in a field goal. But it does, and i've I've at least got I've at least got um, a few notes
0: on it. Uh, Geronimo Allison made a nice technical catch on a third down, and this is a Brett Hundley yes. series. Oh, he
1: played all, all yeah. the first half. That's right. And Throws it out of bounds, and Allison does a great job kind mm-hmm. of falling out of bounds, getting his feet in. Yeah, great, great technical toe tap catch yeah.
0: on on third down, and then. Right away, we also saw Jaymon Moore, and this is what yeah. I was asking for for Jaymon Moore. So far, the Packers like to give me what I ask for, yeah. which is,
1: I'll uh, keep ah, can doing Can you ask for doing more doing wins? That? Yeah. Can you ask for, like, 14 of them? This how about uh, yeah? How about a, a nice postseason run? Can we get, can we get 19 wins 19 this
0: 19-0. The legends of the gridiron. Um, Jaymon Moore had an easy slant cross, and I like the way this play is designed, too. This is a, mm-hmm. a nice nice Philbin play good good bootleg rollout for Hunley he's got a receiver underneath that he's staring down but yeah. he's got two more slant guys coming across deeper so yeah. he's got a, a receiver on the slant at every level mm-hmm. and uh, jamon Moore is the second level guy and jamon Moore just making a nice nice catch moving two... to Moving to his left, yeah, and everyone's side, yeah, everyone's line. very happy about yeah. it, and and this is what Jamon Moore needs, and if you track Jamon Moore throughout this game, which I did, yeah, because I host a podcast, you gotta um, Jamon Moore making catches in the middle of the field looks very good. Yeah. Jamon Moore trying to work
1: along the sidelines is a work in progress. He, he looks he looks a little scared along the sidelines. Yeah, lines. he does. Um, and I mean. Until this point, we really haven't seen much from Jamon Moore, much positive. We've seen him play, but not play well. This is kind of the first time that he's played well and actually caught the football. Uh, he had four catches for 62 yards. He had a nice one. He was kind of down the sidelines. It wasn't like a toe-tapper thing, but where it uh, he like kind of got thrilled afterwards, catches it over the shoulder, gets hit.
0: Do you remember that one? I do. I think it's later. Yeah, that J I
1: like Jmon j Jamon Moore looked good in this game.
0: Yeah, in the open field he looks he looks confident. Yeah. Uh, I think he's thinking about the (laughs) sideline. Yeah. (laughs) He's always thinking, oh Uh, feet,
1: feet, two feet now, two feet now. But
0: this drive ends with a a Lance Kendricks drop in the end zone, which I'll give him like partial credit on that one. Hunley great put route. that ball where he needed to put mm. it, and Kendricks had to turn around twice. Yeah. Cause Kendricks was trying to break inside, which no. 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 no, no not no. your break. break not your break there. Break to out the outside. Yeah, break to the outside because your quarterback's out there. Um so Kendricks had to turn around twice, but it still hit him in the hands. Yeah. He couldn't bring it in. Um that's a great throw by Hunley. And once again, uh Third game in a row, Hunley starts sharp and then kind of gets f- yeah,
1: fizzles off. Gets right. yeah, it gets a little sloppy, uh, loosens up the belt yeah. as the game goes on. Do you think that has to do I mean, typically I know Mike McCarthy likes to script his first couple drives. Do you think he's scripting for preseason games as well with Brett Hunley? And so Brett Hunley's more comfortable with the scripted plays and then they get into the or what do you, what do you think I, that is? I think it's
0: just a matter of intention. I think I think Hunley's coaching. Yeah versus Hunley's natural football style. Sure. I think the coaching come I think we see the coaching to start. Yeah. And then as the game goes on, we see him reverting more and more to what he wants to do which is to sort of dance in the pocket and be very very fine yeah. and and look for checkdowns and and not basically not screw up. Yeah.
1: And you can't play like that. You yeah. can't
0: play that defensive. Yeah. Yeah, he he, his natural tendency to play defensively. We saw it on what was essentially a coverage sack, where yeah, it's just, just like throw it away, just just get just rid, of, get rid
1: of it, just get rid of the ball. Yeah,
0: yeah, and and it's these like it's these like jumps backward, that little that little one and a half yard hop yeah. backwards yep. to buy himself another another second and a half to not do anything, yeah. to uh, another second and a half to think. Uh huh. Yep. Yeah, those those kind of things are when he's not doing that, I can see exactly why. People might think that he's an NFL quarterback yep. Yep. when he doesn't do bad things. Yeah, no, he he's looks good. good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, we are. We are a tautology in Chicago. <laughs> uh, when you're not bad, you're good, yeah. folks. It's just so easy, folks. Uh, so, yeah, that that drive ends in a field goal, regardless of what ESPN may or may not have here. Uh, punting contest ensues. Raiders go uh, go six plays, 48 yards, punt the ball away. Green Bay punts after going negative four yards, which classic. is yeah, classic drive. And uh, then we go into the second quarter on a Raiders drive. They have second and four at the Green Bay thirty-six, and it's picked off by Jair Alexander mm-hmm. at the ten. And this is where I wanted to uh, to have a little digression about yeah. something I've seen from Mike Patton's defensive backs, yeah, which is inside technique, yeah, and a lot of it, yeah, we've seen it. Tremont Williams, on his pick six, drives on the ball from the inside. Yeah. Uh, Jackson, on his pick six last week, drives on the yeah. ball from the inside. Jair Alexander, on this one, takes the inside technique, trusts his speed to not yeah. let his guy get too far behind him, and is able to drive on the ball from the inside once again. This, is, this assumes, of course, that you have a safety or that... If the wide receiver burns you, you're fine giving up six. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, this is a risky way to play defense. But it's paying off. But it, it pays off if you have the athletes to do it. Yeah. And yeah, this this inside this inside work by uh, by the cornerbacks working in Patton's scheme is 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 really
1: impressive and you need it. you Yeah, and Jair Alexander looked incredible on this one. This was one where his, his receiver got a few yards past him, and Jair was able to kind of show off a burst that we hadn't seen yet, catch up, leap, and make a great kind of full extension pick heading towards the end zone, and then turn around. I mean, he didn't get much on the return, but it doesn't matter. It's it's the interception that matters, and that was his his inter, You said it, his inside technique looked great.
0: Yeah, the, the athleticism is there with Jair Alexander. Right. It's it's kind of like the reverse. Him and Josh Jackson have are sort of given the reverse billing with because with Jair Alexander it's it's all about like, you know, this is a guy who has all of the athletic tools yeah. to to play cornerback. Whereas with Jackson you wonder like, is he going to be fast enough yeah. for some of these boundary guys? Is yeah. he going to is he gonna run with some of these guys where you know, I, I'm a practical man. Like yeah. if he could run with those guys he'd be a wide receiver probably he yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, could yeah. uh, like probably probably wouldn't be a cornerback yeah. if he was able to keep up with wide receivers he's all the time he's able to run wild wide receiver fast he's yeah. probably wide receiver but 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 still just just a uh, and this is a uh, and this is an interception after he gets an illegal contact penalty to actually move the Raiders further mm-hmm. into scoring positions. Mm-hmm. So he he made a bad play, and it didn't get in his head at all. He no. forgot about the bad play yeah. and then made the good play. And uh, then, a, then a punting contest ensues. Yep. Uh, Green Bay punts. Get a missed field goal. Raiders get punt. Downs. Green Bay punts. Oakland misses a field goal, turnover on downs by the Packers. Oakland punts, Green Bay punts, Oakland runs one play, and the half comes to an end. The punting contest at least moves me to a situation where we can talk about these two punters for the Raiders and the Packers, J.K. Scott. We've talked about him a little bit, and this uh, this punter for the Raiders was the punter taken directly in front of J.K. Scott. By, by the Oakland Raiders. That's right, because mm-hmm. the Raiders
1: got rid of uh, Marquette King. John yeah, they Gruden, did. John, uh, I mean, to make room for John Gruden's $100 million contract, they were like, hey, <laughs> yeah, we, we can't have a $3 million. <laughs> but they're making $3 million. got to pay our coach $100 million. <laughs> <laughs> so, he can, uh, so he can come in and, uh, and
0: sign some guys that I forgot existed. Yeah. Mr. Doug Martin, ladies and gentlemen. Mr. Griff Whalen, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. There's a Griff Whalen sighting. Oh, my God. Like, what on earth is happening 2008. here? 2008. Um, so Townsend was the Oakland punter. Five yeah. punts, 225 yards, two touchbacks, along of 54. J.K. Scott, seven punts. That's too many. 320 yards. Ooh. He had a couple of short ones yeah. towards the end of the game. It it felt like he was he was skying them a bit much. There was one of thirty six and one of twenty seven, but neither six. of them were returned. Yeah, and both of them hung up. So he's, he's, he's still, still, He still gets good hang time. Yeah, yeah. The hang time has been consistent. In the one low punt that he got, he uh, he messed up the Raiders' coverage so much by hitting a low line drive punt that no one was there for it, and it took a favorable fifteen yard bounce. And I think it might have been his longest punt of the night. There you go. For the one that he However hit low. Yeah. Um, so it continues to be be good. Uh, if you look at Oakland's punt returns, they returned three of the seven punts for seven total yards. <laughs> with the longest one being eight. So the the general idea of J.K. Scott is is working very well. Yeah, he's, getting, and, he's
1: allowing our punt coverage team and our gunners to get down there and stop any potential returns. It's worthwhile.
0: And Jair Alexander had one punt return for zero yards. It's yeah. all um, Jair Alexander was back there returning punts, and this was the one thing I want to give James Lofton credit for. I I don't. I was listening to the Harlan James Lofton crew do this game. James Lofton is. Um, I'm trying to break into this business, so i got to be yeah. nice. James Lofton is not my favorite color commentator sure. in the NFL, yeah. but he was—he certainly knows a lot about special teams and punt coverage, mm-hmm. and he was really pointing out some of the smart things that Jair Alexander was doing. There was a situation on a punt where he didn't call for a fair catch and as such was moving in to catch the ball. The punt returner, even if you don't have call for a fair catch, has a right to catch the ball, yeah. and he screened off Oakland's gunner who was going to try and down the punt, and the punt ended up skittering into the end zone. Uh-huh. Great play by Alexander. On the next play, he calls for a fair catch, immediately gets contacted by a guy. Mm-hmm. For some reason, that's not a penalty in this preseason game.
1: Interesting. Interesting.
0: But they were two smart plays where he was able to disrupt the punt return coverage. Yeah. Even though because this guy Townsend is clearly also a punter that you draft, therefore he better be <laughs> he somewhat better be good. good. <laughs> really good. Yeah. He better. <laughs> he better be really, you, really you good. You better dude. be worth it, sir. Um, but even without a return, Jair Alexander did not hurt his team yeah. back there as a rookie in his first real preseason game. Um, so he didn't. Quentin Rollins it yeah Quentin Rollins bad
1: it's what we've seen so far this year is kind of a a, a, a struggle to find a consistent punt returner or a kick returner uh, Montgomery struggled on kick returns a little bit and Trevor Davis has been hurt so we haven't seen him I, Jair Alexander being smart as a punt returner is a big positive for Packers going forward he looked very comfortable there's yeah. still
0: there's still word that Trevor Davis is out there yeah, somewhere he, he's, he's still out there terrorizing he's, the yeah. airports of America <laughs> That's yeah. mean. No. I shouldn't say that. <laughs> he did
1: that though. Yeah. <laughs>
0: so that takes us to uh, to halftime, and then the punting contest continues.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, punt by Green Bay. This is in the deshaun Kaiser portion of the game. It was Hunley and Kaiser. Yep. Out no there boil. for this uh, for this game, no boil at all. Uh, I think we get to see maybe one more boil. Although this this Organs- competition for two. Yeah. Is is really really heating up right now and I don't think this game solved anything because uh, Deshaun Kaiser, when he had a pocket looked like fine Yeah. when he didn't have a pocket he was being thrown to the ground by the Raiders second and third team uh, pass rush and he never really had a chance to do anything to get comfortable outside of one or two good throws for positive yardage where he had a clean pocket.
1: This the offensive line that we saw in this game was atrocious. Uh, I think Kyle Murphy played himself right off the team. Uh, Byron Bell looked bad. It we has Bi- us- Have you seen Byron Bell look good or comfortable no, at all no, this preseason? No no no, no, no. 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 but he looked especially bad. I think that's Yeah. What we're getting at here is that it, I think I thought Lucas Patrick and uh, Adam Pankey looked not terrible. I thought they looked decent as backups, but what we saw a lot from this line was uh it was it was like a turnstile. It was just kind of
0: yeah, they keep on they keep on looking for answers and they have the answers that yeah. they need on the starting front, pending everyone's health, but that's so rarely that, the way the offensive mm-hmm. line goes in the season. Jason Spriggs looks like he could maybe not embarrass you yeah. out there. I think Lucas Patrick has come on nicely. They keep giving looks to Dylan Day, and Dylan Day keeps on looking like the most average backup yeah. in interior lineman that you could have out there. But, but you're uh Average is better than uh yep. terrible. Yeah, average, average is, better is better than, than Byron Bell.
1: Yeah. <laughs> average is better than Kyle Murphy or Byron By- Bell. Byron Bell had a false
0: start penalty on a fourth down and 3 on the first drive <laughs> and I mean, That's I don't want I don't want to be a body language guy. You know, especially when I'm not seeing it up close, but you know, Byron Bell reacting to that penalty like he doesn't he doesn't look happy no. <laughs> to be on the field. Uh-uh. And and Murphy is yeah, you just compare it compare it to the way that Justin McCrae dealt with last season, yes. where he basically played he played himself into a starting role on as a right guard for the Packers by playing basically every position on the line except for center, being terrible at times, yeah. and then just staying out there. Yeah. And continuing to want to to f- just not fight guys. Yeah. I don't want to like be, you know, be a 1980s no, be NFL competitive
1: and, commentator and, and go out and play the football game. Every single mm-hmm. snap.
0: I'm not, I'm, yeah, what What McCray shows you there, I'd rather have a guy like McCray, who a, a certain tenacity. You expect nothing of, yeah, and he's willing to work his way into it than a guy like Byron Bellow, you think, all right, this guy's been a starter at this level for a while. And he comes in, he's a step and a half slow, and he's committing false start penalties in the preseason. Yeah. Like, oh, yikes, yikes. Uh, yeah, and, and Murphy as well is, is, about nearing the end of his experiment, and there is there is still an odd situation, Matt, yeah. in involving the, the offensive lineman that the Packers drafted this year, yeah. whose name escapes me. Uh, Cole Madison. Cole Madison, who has not shown up for anything team-related so far, and is not ostensibly in trouble for it.
1: No, he's not on the PUP, he's not injured. Uh, from what I understand, it's a family thing. Um, that
0: is that is what uh, any statements from the Packers have have talked about Cole vague. and his family. Yeah, which th- that's not even like a family thing. Yeah, you can't pin it down. It's as vague as it comes. And you know we are not we are not a celebrity gossip podcast. No, I, yeah. And you know Cole Madison is a a private citizen, so. Yeah, you know, like like all guys drafted for the Packers, like I hope he plays football if he wants to. Yeah. And I hope he's good. Yeah. Uh
1: but I it, hope he plays football. Yeah, there's gets paid a nice wage and, mm-hmm. and and lives his life. And if he doesn't want to play football, good for him. His Nog, It's gonna be good. His yep. Noggin'll be smarter. Uh, meanwhile, we did see
0: a bit of Kofi Amicha also on the offensive line in the in the third and fourth quarter. Uh
1: he he looks okay. That's the first name that's new to me. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Glad, yeah. he yeah. Glad, he <laughs> Glad he looked good. Glad he looked. Glad he looked good. How many yeah, snaps he, did he? he I looked try and all find right.
0: He, uh, we definitely saw him in the fourth quarter out there with Dylan Day and the other extremely snaps. fringe guys. Yeah, yeah, and and he he acquitted himself fairly well. Yeah, and and that was. Yeah, it was a tough, tough third and fourth quarter for Kaiser. Meanwhile, meanwhile for the Raiders, they, uh, they somehow found E.J. Manuel somewhere. Yeah, where did he come from? And he, he showed a little bit of good and a little bit of bad for Oakland. He had a, a fumble that just we should not have had for, for any reason. Yeah. Uh, gave, gave it up, but Green Bay goes eight plays, 16 yards, goes absolutely nowhere on the ensuing drive, but then he led an 8-play, 68-yard touchdown drive in the 4th quarter, capped it off with a Chris Warren 1-yard touchdown run, and uh, that was set up by a Lindsey Pipkin's pass interference penalty, which is the last thing that (sighs) Lindsey Pipkin's did as a Green Bay Packer. Bye, Uh, Lindsey. Matt setter. Goodbye. Uh, We'll talk a little bit more about about Lindsey Pipkin's after the break, but that was a you know, you're only playing so much to win these games in, actually, in the preseason.
1: Hey. Hey, wait a minute. Lundy Bukins had an offensive holding on the fourth on the Raiders punt. Oh, uh, cool. On their last possession. So actually the last thing that he did was an offensive holding oh, penalty, penalty on the o- punt. There's was this other penalty he <laughs> It was he the committed. other penalty. My yeah. mistake.
0: <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, no, uh, no, 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 sorry. so every, every every player every player who commits a penalty to uh, to end their career See with ya. a certain team is awarded the Lindsey Pipkins Memorial Yellow Flag. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but Lindsey Pipkins is gone. We got Antonio Morrison.
0: Yes. Yeah, we're we're gonna we're gonna hit that more. We're gonna hit that later. At the after the break. Cool. Uh, just to just to get to the end of this game. Um, it was a uh, a turnover on downs on a f- on a ten play fifty one yard drive by the Packers that ends with uh, Deshaun Kaiser sacked at the Oakland thirty one by by Hester and this was uh, this was on fourth and ten at the Oakland twenty four yeah uh, that's what the offensive it. line was doing yeah all game was was getting Deshaun Kaiser sacked yeah and uh, a a punt by Oakland gives it back to Green Bay and they run out of time and the game ends 13. 6 Mason Crosby, two of two in this game. Great. And uh, outside of outside of one EJ Manuel-led touchdown drive in the fourth quarter against practice squad guys, yeah. these two teams played themselves pretty even. And I'd say that Green Bay first-team defense versus the Raiders' first-team offense played it pretty much to a draw. That, yeah. that first touchdown drive was... Uh, was good stuff from the uh, from the Raiders, and from there on out, everything just became sort of a, a chess match and got very mm-hmm. boring.
1: Yeah, no, it it was a slow, boring football game where a lot of guys who will not make an NFL roster were playing. Um, but hey, it's football. Got to be happy to see it.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I got to I got to finally. I, I had to work Friday night.
1: It's yeah.
0: a it's a thing I do. But uh, yep. pre- Friday night preseason game. Um, Strange. Could we? Yeah,
1: I feel like we talk they about just that NFL.
0: I feel like they just sort of toss the preseason <laughs> games at <laughs> a like, calendar. Like this one's at noon on Tuesday.
1: Like <laughs> Goodell, <laughs> seven a.m. Yeah. Saturday. Boom. Goodell throws a dart at a dartboard and picks his times. Yeah.
0: I made three million dollars <laughs> throwing that dart. Oh 49 million left for the year. Uh, here's a here's a factoid about Roger Goodell. There's a basically like a a an insider book coming mm-hmm. out. The journalist for the a freelance journalist interviewed the majority of the NFL owners, kind of an access journalist yeah. guy. And uh, there's a there's a joke. Roger Goodell's wife said jokingly in the press that Roger Goodell has a tattoo of the NFL shield uh, on his butt. No and she said this no. jokingly of course he doesn't because roger goodell would never do anything actually that fun no which yeah. would be like if roger goodell were like cool with being a villain like i bet david stern has a tattoo of the nba logo yeah. on his butt uh but it, but roger goodell like he goes on record with this journalist he has to like make sure yeah to like i do not have the shield tattooed <laughs> on my butt like like i mean i I, if I were him, I'd be like looking for the right place to get like this game is copyright of uh, yeah. NFL. Any reuse, rebroadcast, retransmission legally, of this game. I can't
1: do that. <laughs> legally, I can't put the shield in my prohibited.
0: butt because I would be violating yeah. copyright law, yeah. Mister Journalist. Yeah, <laughs> like that works all the way down the thigh. He's got it on like one of those Ten Commandments scrolls, like like uh, like guys guys had were getting like ten years ago. He's got like the
1: opening screen of like the NFL It is expressly prohibited. <laughs> That scrawl padded yeah. into his thigh backwards so that he can roll up his dress pants and read it to people. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot exactly
0: how this goes. Let me take my pants.
1: Off. <laughs> <laughs> <Please>. <laughs> See? See, it's right here on my thigh written upside down so that I can read it. This but whatever logo whatever you say running. on the
0: record about Roger Goodell, <laughs> make sure to mention that he does not, under any circumstances, have, a have the NFL shield tattooed on his butt. This is a highly dignified podcast about the Green Bay Packers, Jesus <laughs> in Chicagoland, and uh, we are going to take a little bit of a break. Oh, It's good to be back. It's good to be back. It's good. Uh, We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll talk more about the Oakland Raiders Green Bay Packers game. We'll talk a little bit about what the other NFC. North teams are doing, and we'll look ahead to the final preseason game coming up in just, I'm sure it's on Wednesday at three in the morning. Yeah. Coming up very shortly at a time (laughs) in which I'll either be asleep or doing something better with my life. All right. Cheeseheads in Chicagoland. It's the second half of the best podcast about the Green Bay Packers. I'm Mike Fleischman. That's Matt Mellum Setter. Hey. We're back
1: in the same room. We Better are. than ever. I can touch the walls. I can feel the I can I can touch the speaker. I can I can touch the mixer. I can I can do it all. Can high five. High five. All That's right. It. Football. We are back, back in the
0: same room. We're on Twitter at CheeseCogoland. I am on Twitter at MP Fleischman. He's on Twitter at Mellum Setter. Check us out on Facebook. We have a Facebook page that you can follow. If you'd like updates, you can find our podcast wherever podcasts are distributed, uh, whether it be at Walmart. Or at Best Buy or Shopco. That's yeah. where you get the podcast. Check yeah. us out. Uh, thanks to anchor.fm for helping us get this podcast on all the various platforms that it's on. Couldn't have done it without y'all. And no one paid me to say that. I promise. No one pays me anything to do no. this, actually. It's uh it's refreshing. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's good to it's good to not make any money to do this thing. thirteen no. six um, yeah. Uh, Packers over Oakland. I think we learned a few important things in this in this boring ass game. Uh, we definitely learned that uh, that Jair Alexander is ready to uh, ready to contribute in some way yeah. as a
1: rookie. Yeah, he's ready to play the football at the NFL level, and he looked good. Uh, I'm excited to see him and Josh Jackson and Tremont Williams and this whole new look secondary on the field. Um, I'm. You know I had a love for Demarius Randall. Yeah, I do. But I'm also excited to be moving past Demarius Randall and Quentin Rollins. I hope that I don't think Quentin Rollins is going to make this roster. We saw to be moving past that. We saw Rollins out there in the fourth quarter with the third string guys.
0: It was him on one side, Donatello Brown on the other. Uh, Quentin Rollins has played himself into a Donatello Brown esque role for the Packers. Uh,
1: It's not good, and it's Quentin Rollins' rookie year. He looked pretty good. Yeah, he looked like he was on par with Demarius Randall. He looked not terrible. He looked like maybe he was playing a little out of position, a little slow, but he looked fine. Someone that was maybe going to develop into something. And now he's playing with the Donatello Browns of the world. And, and the he real, looks about
0: as good as Donatello Brown. And
1: he looks about as good as Donatello Brown, just making a lot more money. Which is going gonna a get shame. Cut, yeah. Which means you're going to get cut. So, see you, Quentin Rollins.
0: Yeah, Quentin Rollins looking looking rough in this game, but the rest of the Packers secondary looking pretty good. And uh, yeah, the uh, the the Lindsey Pipkins Memorial flag has been pulled out of the referee's pocket. Yeah. Uh, we learned uh, this this week earlier this week, which is one of the reasons why uh, this this happened on Sunday. Antonio Morrison coming over one for one trade. For uh, for Antonio Morrison for Lindsey Pipkins and we here at Cheeseheads in Chicagoland are
1: very high on Lindsey yeah. Pipkins. I have been all all last season, all this season. But you've pulled me onto the train. I was I was <clears throat> initially not a huge Lindsey Pipkins guy. You've really brought me onto the Lindsey Pipkins hype train. He's cool. He's cool. He's he I, he's always he's energetic. He's always playing hard on the football field and he we've seen him make a few good plays.
0: Yeah, a, blitz, a blitzing safety. Yeah. A blitzing tackling run coverage safety and and a guy who has all the athletic tools to make it in the NFL and has just struggled with the the coverage aspect yeah. of it. Great tackler and but very very limited in actual NFL experience. He started the final game of the season against the Lions last year, uh, appeared on special teams, an extremely limited player yeah. in the NFL. And the Colts wanted him bad enough that they're willing to give up Antonio
1: Morrison, who is 17th in the NFL for tackles last year, 17th yeah. in the NFL
0: in tackles. And Antonio Morrison shores up an inside linebacker position. That's currently in some kind of trouble Yeah. for the green Bay Packers running yep. down. Jake Ryan is out for the season with a knee. Oren Burks injured himself in pregame warmups in Oakland. It yeah. is still dislocated shoulder. He should be back soon. Yeah, those nag. It's not a long term thing. Those yeah. those nag. Yeah. Uh, the the shoulder can come can come right back out. Yeah, especially when you're using it to I don't know tackle guys, yeah. which is something that inside linebackers. They hopefully, do. he's
1: doing a lot of this year. Yeah.
0: So Oren Burks question mark as to whether or not he's going to be. Involved the way they need him to, because he found himself as the presumptive starter. Yeah, upon upon the injury to fun. to Ryan, uh, Vince Beagle is still small. Yeah, still slow. We saw a ton of Greer Martini. Yeah, also very slow in, in this preseason. He he remains slow. Um, I don't think it's a question of whether or not he has the uh, the work ethic or or the the intelligence to play in the NFL, but. He's not an NFL athlete, no. and I think with Antonio Morrison, you get a guy who is most likely leagues above Greer Martini in NFL IQ and intelligence, but also is athletic enough to where he led the Colts in tackles. And I just, I still like this trade: Lindsey Pipkins, fringe guy, great, just a great personality, yeah. and and a guy who I think there's probably thirty NFL teams that if they, you know, if they don't need a starting safety, would love to have him around. Yeah, but. Um, in exchange for that they get Antonio Morrison who's a four-year starter and high school team captain, a four-year starter at Florida team captain, mm-hmm. and works his way into the Colts starting lineup and leads them in tackles by, in starting 15 games yeah. last season. This dude is, is very, very legit and you're going to need to pay him some money after yeah. this season because the rookie contract is coming off, but it shows you how, uh, I guess how willing, if you're a willing trade partner for people, you can go and find some some unexpected yeah. situations for a guy who's going to be fringe anyway because Kentrell Bryce is the presumptive starter mm-hmm. in in the secondary. Josh Jones is your Lindsey Pipkins, except better yep. for your run stopper, blitzer safety, uh, Whitehead and uh, Whitehead and Goodson have played a bit of safety mm-hmm. and looked okay at it. Yeah. So Pipkins finding himself in trouble and on the fringes but yet still highly regarded enough that Gutkunst, instead of like giving him the bad news and cutting him, or keeping him around another season and playing him only in emergency situations, turned him into a starting middle linebacker.
1: Yeah, a starting middle linebacker. How many years did Lindsey Pickens have left on contract? Uh, probably two. Probably two? I mean, he's an undrafted free agent, so probably it could have even been even Yeah, it
0: could be year to year. But
1: to get Antonio Morrison out of this, I mean, we traded essentially our seventh cornerback or a middle-of-the-road safety for a starting linebacker. And not just a starting linebacker on a team kind of torn by injuries right now, a starting linebacker on other NFL teams.
0: Yeah, and it was a a guy who wasn't there by accident. Yes,
1: a good starting linebacker. He did not get thrust into that position through injuries or something. He played there and was good at it. And to shore up our defense that's already looked pretty good thus far in the preseason with another volume tackler alongside Blake Martinez...
0: Heck yeah, that's a great trade. That is a, that's a very good trade, and I guess I guess if you're the Colts, like you are in a rebuilding mode, yeah, you're not sure if Andrew Luck is alive or not. Could. I'm still not sure if he's he could al- be he's dead. alive or not. He he very well could be dead. He could be deceased, and you're you you're not. Antonio Morrison, if he has another season the way he did last year for the Colts, is going to want a whole ton of money. Yeah. And why on earth would you be paying middle linebackers if you're the if you're the Colts yeah. at this point where no. where your quarterback hath died? Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and if you don't if you have a
0: a dead quarterback, Frank Gore is your running back <laughs> yeah. or like yeah. yeah yeah like there it's Get rid yeah, yeah, uh, yeah just, just ship him off. Who cares? Where you know, Lindsey Pipkins very well. You're not going to have to pay him Antonio Morrison money wow. to keep him around. And I anticipate Lindsey Pipkins being an NFL guy for at least the next five seasons. Yeah, and He's going to start somewhere. He's, he's going to be
1: aight. He's he's going to be good. And if Lindsey Pipkins plays, great. You're losing on to Antonio Morrison at the end of the year. The Colts yep. knew that they were not going to be paying Antonio Morrison at the end of this year. It was not worth their time. Why not ship him off and get something for it? Get something for the long term. And so they got Lindsey Pipkins, somebody that they are apparently thinking very highly of and look forward to using as a... Talented defensive back. Now and now, you're no
0: longer too deep at, at middle linebacker. Yeah. If you're the Packers, you have got Blake Martinez, who um, who's just turning into a absolute consistent stalwart guy. Yep. You've got Antonio Morrison next to him. And just the all these like little things with Morrison, just the amount of leadership positions mm-hmm. he just finds himself in yeah. on football teams, that's not an accident. Yeah. Like that kind of stuff, regardless of how he plays, is huge. You've got Oren Burks all of a sudden in a linebacking group that has Blake Martinez, who is an established leader on this team, and a guy who just comes in randomly who has been touted at every level to be like a leader and a role model. Mm-hmm. And then
1: behind him, you've got Vince Beagle, who is probably not terrible. No, I mean, he was injured all of last year. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, this is a good time yeah, to get, get a g- first, kind of a first look at him. We've got Kyler, Kyler Fackrell, I guess, kind of plays more on the outside. Yeah, more of, an
0: ed, more of an edge guy. He's, oh
1: boy, I don't know
0: if he makes this
1: squad. No, he's 27. He, I think yep. he's cooked. But this is, with the addition of Antonio Morrison, this linebacking court feels a lot better. Immediately does, and
0: the, the safeties... Ha ha, Clinton Dix. You assume that he's going to start playing again once yeah. the regular season yeah, happens. I, I certainly hope he does. Uh, the end of last season for him was very questionable, but that mm. was a tough end of last season. Yeah. There was more than one guy who was not going hundred no. percent at it, the end of last season. That so. was
1: last end of last year. Felt like guys were just yep. trying to stay alive.
0: Yeah, I'm looking for an immediate turnaround from mm. Ha ha, Clinton Dix, and you know, I've got my eye on you, uh, Mister Mister. I, I met a sheep once named Baba Clinton Dix, also. <laughs> It was at the Langlade County State Fair. Um, I'm going to have the, to. The what county state uh, fair? Langlade County State
1: Lang- Fair.
0: Yeah, it's L A N G L A D E. We're Googling on Cheese Heads in Chicagoland.
1: L-G state Fair.
0: Langley County is like a, uh, the biggest city in it is Antigo, Wisconsin. Uh, my dad, okay, my dad grew up partially in Antigo, Wisconsin. My folks live up there in Langley County now. Uh, it's, a, uh, it's a very farm oriented state fair. I love state fairs. Yeah. Fair, state
1: fairs are, you're from South, you, from South Dakota. You know Dakota. about state fairs. Oh, yeah. We have a fares. huge county fair in yeah. my hometown.
0: Uh, do you have a favorite fair food? Oh, man. Um, I am, I'm a big fan of corn dogs. Corn dogs are great. Yeah. Freshly fried corn dogs are fantastic. Beer battered cheese curds. Oh, classic. I'm sure they're even better up in Wisconsin. They're, they're pretty good. I'm sure they're top notch in yeah, Wisconsin. They're, they're good. It's the only time I like ranch is, uh, oh, is on a really? cheese curd. Um, yeah, I love the livestock exhibits. I, when I lived in, I think a highlight of my living in Texas was the, the Texas state fair mm-hmm. that they hold on the fairgrounds in Dallas. And how big is that? Oh, is Oh, it it's enormous? so big. And the the livestock exhibits at the Texas yeah. State Fair, it's just like, do you want to see the biggest pig in Texas?
1: Like in the, in a state renowned for how big everything is. I really, is. really, 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 really do. I, was there like a three hour line? to See this pig? No, it was everyone, just everyone there. in Texas got line. It was just sitting there. Did he have a name? I don't recall Dang. it. I uh, I mean, I'm sure it was a good one. I'm yeah, sure it was a well thought
0: punny name for a large pig. Yeah, and just the uh, the like the chickens exhibits Pig man. like chickens are just these regal, regal yeah. animals who are also just dumb as rocks just, <laughs> and just, just <laughs> useless outside of a deep fryer, <laughs> but like. They just have this like incredibly showy regal bearing, yeah. especially the roosters. Yeah. Like the word cocky oh, comes from somewhere. God, they're so
1: showy. A rooster is so Aww. he's such an asshole. Dude. Yeah. A rooster is such a such a cocky. He's so like show-offy. Yeah. And so like look he, at me. The strutting look at and, me. the strutting and the ruffling. The <laughs> uh, fairs that, are really good. Yeah. We have deep fried Kool-Aid in my in the Brown County Fair. And so they would make a batter. Go on. They would make a batter and put the Kool Aid powder into the batter, and then they would deep fry it. And so it would be deep fried outside, and the inside would be kind of like a a chewy Kool Aid flavored, like almost toffee. Like Like, uh, maybe uh, deep fried taffy. Like wasn't quite. It wasn't a liquid. It, but it was like kind of like a, kind of like a fruit gusher almost. Okay, but. A little bit more, like, thick and o- oily, I guess. Okay. It was just bizarre. That's both good and bad. It was just—it it wasn't great. Like, it, 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 it's my favorite thing because it is just the strangest thing I've eaten in my life. I've eaten chicken hearts. I've eaten uh, some strange things. I think deep fried Kool-Aid is the most bizarre. Yeah. Um Ooh, that's— what flavor? What, what I had Kool-Aid cherry flavor. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah cherries. Cherry's the best flavor. I wanted, flavor. I wanted, I'm a, you know, I'm a big blue raspberry lemonade. Sure. For the Kool Aid, and they didn't it's have quality that, one, which was disappointing. But it's, the, cherry. the
0: cherry one, grape two. Oh, wow. It the could grape? almost be like 1A, 1B yeah, for me. I okay. like, and I don't like anything else, grape, except for actual grapes. Yeah. Yeah. Grapes are good. Yeah, grapes are, are grapes fantastic. Uh, uh, county fairs are really good. I wanted to go to one on Sunday, but my whole weekend just kind of culminated in me like laying vertically. Horizontally I, you mean standing up. Yeah, laying horizontally. Vertically, yeah. yeah. I'm I'm recovering still <laughs> from my, my life is my life of sitting and yelling about sports uh, is yeah. really taking a toll out of me. Yeah, no. But yeah, I could not I could not bring myself to go do productive things us. out in the sun <laughs> on on Sunday. I sort of half heartedly <laughs> mowed my lawn, you know, where yeah. you're just sort of like shoving the mower yeah. in front of you like like I hate, I hate lawns, I'm gonna ro- oh, lawns. I'm gonna just replace you with
1: cars. <laughs> I t- need yeah. a structure. Yeah,
0: I'm gonna make you a putting green. <laughs> <laughs> um, any other big picture stuff from uh, from this game we talked a bit about Hunley and Kaiser yeah talked about Inside technique from the cornerbacks. We actually are going to see Emmanuel Bird had a couple of good catches. Jamon Moore yeah. had a couple of good catches. Joel Buonio Hi. continues to be the Bad. least interesting human being I've ever seen on the football field. Still hasn't fumbled. Yeah. LaShawn
1: Daniels looked good though. I he like did. Lashun he has Daniels. a nice little burst through the hole. Yeah.
0: yeah LaShawn Daniels okay. showed up, uh, looked good. Uh, at one point, <laughs> Uh, James Lofton referred to Joel Buonio as Joel Bono. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, and Kevin Harlan immediately, Harlan Harlan is a professional yeah. and he's a diplomat and he's usually not going to correct his color yeah. people on, on pronunciation, but immediately he's like, Bonio. what did you just say yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now how was that there in that in that Kevin Harlan uh, two pack a day voice that, that I, I envy so much but uh, Joel Bono.
1: <laughs> thank you for that one James Lofton I appreciate that actually is Bonio practice squad eligible he is this is his first year do you think he'll be put on the practice squad do you think we're done with Joel Bono?
0: I think he's. I think he's showing well. I think the reason he's getting reps is is to be a practice squad player and yeah. to just keep keep the conditioning up. The team clearly has something invested in him because yeah. because he's gotten carries in in every uh, preseason game, and I don't see anything from him. But uh, five carries in this one for ten yards—the most Joe El line you've ever seen in your life. Lashawn <laughs> um, Daniels had twenty three yards as the yeah. leading rusher. Um. What else was that? Yeah, Geronimo Allison had a couple of nice catches, one very technical sideline catch. Lance Kendricks was able to reel in a couple. Joel Bonio also caught four balls.
1: Yeah. We didn't really see much from Bronson Hill. We saw him with one catch and yep. one carry for no yards. Uh, he was the other signing besides Lashun. Daniels last week. Uh, nothing nothing from the rookie receivers except for
0: Jamon Moore. So Valdez Scant- Scantling, three targets, no catches. Didn't really have a chance on those. Yeah, Those EQ St. Brown, two targets, no catches. Um, Hundley with a fumble. Valdez Scantling with a fumble. Kaiser with a fumble. All three of them recovered by Green Bay, so um, there you go. That's fine. We'll take that. Yeah, uh, no touchdown passes in this game. No interceptions yeah. for Green Bay what in this is, game. One a- pick... Uh, from Connor Cook that uh, Jair Alexander
1: got. Yeah, made a good plan. This game wasn't as ugly as the Browns Eagles game, but it was still very ugly. Yeah, th-
0: this one. Yeah, this
1: one was just this tough was to watch. Season football. Yeah, one more coming up. It's against the Chiefs.
0: That one is going to be on the thirtieth, which is Thursday. I will probably be able to actually watch that one as it right. happens and not wait until uh, Tuesday morning. We didn't
1: see any Kumaro in this game. No Kumaro, Kumaro held hurt. out. Yep, shoulder from. Uh Kind of falling into the end zone on his 80 mm -hmm. touchdown pass the other day. Um, No Kumaro, no Tim Boyle. Uh, McCarthy said we're going to see a lot of Tim Boyle in uh, Kansas City. Uh, Do you think there's a chance we keep three quarterbacks on the roster this year?
0: I think if we keep three, one of them is for sure Hundley, and the other one is for sure Kaiser. Tim Boyle's going to end up being the odd man out in this situation, Mm -hmm. which... I'm fine with, yeah. Because if you get to Tim, if you get to where you want Tim Boyle to be playing quarterback for you in the regular in season, it means that you're on fire. Yeah, it means you're in trouble. Yeah. yeah, so it's it's fair enough. It's I I like seeing guys that that whip the ball downfield in the preseason. It's fun. I mean, it's it's better than like being an Oakland Raider and yeah. and seeing like EJ Manuel wandering <laughs> out there in his sixth NFL Not season. Quite sure. Yeah, like is that. uh yeah it's 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 better than those those situations yeah. where Brandon Weeden yeah. is playing for the Texans if Brandon Whedon was on the Packers this this, this podcast a... would be renamed yeah. get Brandon Whedon <laughs> off the Packers Just for in one Chicago week. Land. <laughs> I would never, I would never forgive them for uh, for retreading, trying to repave is the he, driveway. Is, there,
1: is he 35 years old yet? He's 47. He was drafted yeah. at like 30. He's in the AARP. <laughs> <laughs> he's collecting social
0: security. <laughs> Houston, hi, hi. This is Mike Fleischman with Cheeseheads in Chicago, and what is going on? What
1: the f- are you doing, what dude? What's going on? <laughs> what, the f- what are you doing, Houston? <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, 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 Houston, you have a problem. <laughs> oh God, low hanging fruit. Oh please, uh, yeah. One more against the Chiefs. That's on Thursday. Um, it'll be and the huge roster mm-hmm. cutdown. There's no yeah. more. There's no more incremental yeah. roster do cutdowns. It's just how do you feel like about that? 600 down to 53.
1: <laughs> um, I. I guess I'm okay with that. I don't care how they cut the yeah. rosters down. I, I like it. I like it. I think it's 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 made for like more looks at guys. Like last uh-huh. earlier we would have seen a lot of guys get cut like right away after the first game if they were hurt or didn't really show up that well. And now we've been able to see guys like Jamon Moore play into his third game and finally see success in that third game. Where after the first or second game people would have been clamoring people were clamoring for Jamon Moore to be gone.
0: Yeah. And, and anything that scary. shuts
1: shuts the fans up.
0: I yeah. I anything favor that of. shuts people up my my anti-fan stance. Yeah. If I ever do get in trouble, it's going to be along. It's going to be because I, I rant about the braying hordes, because <laughs> I'm of course a better fan than yeah, everyone else out course. there. I'm one of the real smirt ones. Uh, let's take a look at the rest of the NFC North: Seahawks, Vikings. Vikings put up 15 points in the fourth quarter to take care of the Seahawks. Uh, the Seahawks. Are terrible. Yeah, they're bad, and uh, of course, of course, once they get into the the regular season, Russell Wilson is going to pull like sixteen rabbits out of out of He's his helmet magician. and and just make make a team that's awful look very good at yeah. times. They're going to win win games because their division is is weak, is a thing. But uh, the Vikings continue to look to be in very good shape going forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, that. That backup quarterback war between Slo- <laughs> Slaughter and Simeon, uh, Kirk Cousins played a bunch of preseason game number three for for the Vikings. Had himself what a risk. Uh, eight, 28 throws. Whoa.
1: Kirk, Kirk Cousins And they, in they preseason game number Se- three. And they only beat the Seahawks because of a huge fourth quarter. Yeah. Russell Wilson threw the ball.
0: Yikes. 21 times in this game. Holy cow. Um, how about this line for uh, for a player on the Seahawks? Seahawks backup quarterback Alex McGough, mm-hmm. five of fourteen for 140 yards, one touchdown, one interception. <laughs> five, of <14. laughs> five of fourteen. Okay, there you go. Uh, Trevor sure. si- Trevor Simeon. Um, they'll they'll probably have to go with um, go with three quarterbacks there. Yeah. Latavius Murray, 24 yards on the ground. Um, is David someone named yet? Chad Beebe is. Uh, Caught five balls for the Minnesota Vikings. I wonder if he's a Don Beebe kid. He, Don Beebe was a Packer, mm-hmm. by the way. Um, so, Chad Beebe. Chad Uh rookie from uh, from Northern Illinois, twenty four, twenty four years old. No idea who that guy is. Uh, Lions versus Buccaneers. <laughs> like I don't know what's happening. Let's move on. <laughs> Lions. Uh, Lions put up twenty points in the fourth quarter to uh, to beat the Buccaneers. Another close one. Another close one. They to needed 30. 20 points in the fourth quarter to win 33-30 on, on the road against against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, Buccaneers played four quarterbacks in this game, including Austin Allen, who went one of seven for 19 yards. So uh, enjoy not being on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, one Mr. Austin Allen. There's <laughs> another backup quarterback uh, war going on between Castle and Rudolph in Detroit. Um, I don't care. LaGarrett <laughs> no. Blunt, uh, eleven carries for forty-five yards and no touchdowns. Legarrett Blunt LeGarrette continues Blunt, to no amass, <laughs> continues to amass the most LaGarrett Blunt stat lines I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Brandon Powell, six catches for the Lions in that one, and of course, then the Chiefs versus the Bears. Chase uh, Daniel played a lo- lot. Oh, he did. He played They're well. They're taking a real long look at Chase yeah. Daniel and. I, I think in part it might be because Mitch Trubisky has a, looked really underwhelming yeah. in the preseason and giving a lot of reps to a guy like Chase Daniel, who just you know he's a quarterback. Yeah, he's, he's a long time backup, a career backup. Yeah, giving giving a lot of looks to him. I think they're showing Mitch Trubisky how you lead an offense. Yeah. And 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 you know, not so much like I mean they're assuming that physically Trubisky is way more gifted than Chase Daniel. I Mm. think we can all agree on that one. But I think they're giving him a
1: look at a guy who runs a team. Yeah, Chase Daniel also led Chicago in rushing. uh, Okay. 47 yards on six carries to go along with 198 yards passing, two touchdowns on 15 of 18. And Tyler Bray finally spells
0: him 5 of 7. So no Trubisky. This made a big wave in Chicago sports media. If Chicago's sitting out their starters Mm -hmm. and – you know, Green Bay sat out every person of note except for like the starting defense. Yeah, in this third preseason game, they're going to sit out. I mean, if they could like retroactively not play some guys they played in the third game, <laughs> in the fourth game, they're going to do so. Yeah. Uh, but Chicago, who has won nothing and proven nothing, yeah, are they in a different spot? Or because uh, I don't think they are. I think holding everyone out of the preseason forever is, is the right yeah. move for everyone, regardless of you're the O and sixteen Browns or the um,
1: or that like the the good teams. Yeah, guys who are guaranteed to make your roster probably shouldn't play in the preseason. You're just putting them at risk. You're just making it more likely that somebody gets injured. The preseason is always a great opportunity to kind of get a look at the kind of the deeper spots on that roster, that last 10, 15 spots on your 53 man. But yeah, I mean I, it's good that they didn't play Trubisky. but Yeah, I'm glad I'm glad they didn't. Yeah. I, I I
0: I think I still like I'm not I'm not down on Trubisky. I just don't think he's quite ready. Yeah, no. I well, I, I am down so on much, Trubisky. Okay. I I don't think he should have been that high of a pick. I don't. He's think so much more either. of a project than yeah. than his his pick position indicated. Yeah. But at the same time, like I don't care where you pick your quarterback. Yeah. If you're the Bears, get the yeah. guy you want. But but then. Yeah, you know, have we seen the Bears properly manage a draft pick into no. a reliable starter in no. this current era yet? No, there's not a single guy. Leonard nope. Floyd is is still perennially hurt. Yeah, and barely Kevin, putting we it Kevin together. White kind of for the yeah, he
1: caught a touchdown. It's good for Kevin White. He's playing the football.
0: Yeah, I don't think they can draft and develop anyone.
1: So I don't care where they get yeah. these guys. I just they're going to stay bad for a long time. It doesn't. The Bears, the Bears are not looking like they're going to get better, and I don't know if they will for a while. Tariq Cohen, uh,
0: I never talk about fantasy because I don't like it. Yeah. But uh, Adam Shalafu has uh, former general manager of Radio to Paul Sports, someone that you guys don't know. Yeah. Uh, has Tariq Cohen as like the number one running back on his fantasy wow. team? Is I don't play fantasy football, but yeah. is that not dumb? I think it's. I don't think he's that good. Because it's going to be like 180 yards on two plays, one game, and then four games where you don't hear his name called. Yeah, cause, because cause they he also rep- have
1: Jordan Howard.
0: And because he's going to like... I think everyone knows now that when Cohen's on the field, you just like stay in your lane and don't let him reverse the field on you three yeah. times. And then all of a sudden, like, there's nothing he can do because... The, these, like, super fast, small running backs who run 10 yards backwards in yeah. order to gain four yards forwards,
1: like, that era of the NFL is gone. Yeah, it shouldn't, it's, it, that's not an efficient era. No. It, it's, we're into a passing league now. It's not, we don't have time for the Dante Halls and the human joysticks of the world. Like, it's, we're moving on. We are, and, and Cohen, like. As a return guy and
0: and as a, a gadget play guy, yeah. like there's there's no doubt that he's like he's probably one of the most impressive athletes I've ever seen. Yeah, in my lifetime. Yeah, and he he may end up being one of those guys. Just like he's one in a million. You know, someone of that size. Yeah. Like I think of Nate Robinson in the NBA. Yeah, absolutely. When he came in, absolutely. As 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 also one of these guys who like just one of the most ridiculous athletes you'll ever watch. Yeah. But. Is he an NFL player? I don't know. I, I used the shallow food pick to, uh, yeah, to kind of just ask that question about Cohen. But that leads me to my uh, my final like thing before we pick the head cheese head, sure. which is uh, opening day at Lambeau is coming to us. It's on its way, and it is. Oh! It is the Chicago Bears. Oh, I can't wait! Week one. September 9th at seven twenty p.m. It's oh. a Sunday nighter. Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth, my my uh, my On favorite NBC? my favorite television guy, Al Michaels. Can't wait. Uh, doing uh, doing a huge game from Good. from Lambeau Field. Uh, the Bears are coming to town, and uh, it'll be great to get out of this preseason. nonsense. God, get out of this preseason hell that we live oh. in, and get into real football. I want to stop talking about Greer Martini. <laughs>
1: and never say that name
0: again i want to just have a martini (laughs) you know there are packers out there who have never made a martini in their life or like making some sort of like a a, like a curacao cosmopolitan (laughs) and calling it the greer martini and uh to those of you out there who are doing that i say learn your beverages (laughs) this is a this has been a a, an an unscrewed episode of this podcast and it's been a ton of fun um Head cheese head for mm-hmm. week three. I once again I we always go into this blind because we yeah. don't plan anything and we have no. no good ideas. But um taking a look at at this one as as to how how the Packers did in this game, I have no idea who to give
1: this to. I I think it's Josh Jackson again. I may give it to Josh Jackson. Okay. Although J Jamon Moore's Jamon Moore's close. Pick six called back on a penalty. That's that's what it was for me. Mm-hmm. It, it was another pick six called back on a penalty, but the penalty was not related to Josh Jackson at all and didn't have anything to do with the play. Like, it wasn't a holding penalty after the interception. It was a defensive holding on the other side of the field by Herb Waters. So I think Josh Jackson, again, even though it doesn't count, he makes an incredible play on the ball and then makes a hell of a play afterwards. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Actually, I, I, and I, I, second week and in he, a row, he looked great in coverage. I really, he, he's just been really good. I think Jamon Moore is a close second, uh, but Josh Jackson was incredible. Yeah, when it
0: comes to when it comes to Jamon Moore being asked to to catch some balls over the middle in in rhythm, in stride, on yeah. good throws, like. Those are those are the right plays for a wide receiver to make, yeah. but they're not spectacular yet. They're, they're free throws.
1: They're they're, they're free throws and layups. They're they're what he's got to mm-hmm. make and to get him in rhythm to make kind of more exceptional plays that we hope that he. None can make.
0: of those catches were as impressive as the Geronimo Allison third down yeah. in a window toe tap yeah. sideline out of bounds catch. And Allison, like we don't think of Allison as, as like a a complete star wide receiver yeah. either, but like
1: that kind of shows you where Jamon Moore better get to. Yeah, that's is. where we. Need, that's where we we hope jamon Moore can get to and I I jamon Moore where he's at I it reminds me a lot of where Devontae Adams was when we've dropped to Devontae Adams sure. a little issues with with dropsies but he's he runs great routes he's very shaky and quick and he's good with his hesitation moves in and out of cuts in his routes and that's what jamon Moore looked really good at is running these slants and stuff into the middle he he looked good coming in and out of his cuts he looked like all of the route running fundamentals were there. He just wasn't focusing. And we were able to kind of see him haul in his passes this week. And I hope that can lead into something in Kansas City.
0: All right. There's Josh Jackson, your head, she's head. Jamon Moore, a runner up. Um, yeah, we'll probably see a lot of him, EQ, St. Brown, and, yeah. and MVS in, in Kansas City. And a bunch of other guys we've never heard of. A lot of guys along the offensive line that Can't we wait. have no idea about. And last chance time for some guys coming into Kansas City. Last, last of the preseason, thank goodness, it's almost oh, drawn to almost an end. Uh, week one, you're always fired up for, but by the end of week three, especially watching a 13-3 oh, man. Uh, pointless game out in Oakland against... 16-6 against a, a team 13-6 yeah, yeah. oh yeah uh, especially against against John Gruden who's gonna he's gonna he'll bring he'll bring like the Barber twins oh. out of retirement if, yeah. if, if if they let him oh god
1: can we get Tiki back on the field yeah can we get Tiki Barber back on the field He's going to try and bring the Jeff rage George out of retirement. <laughs> the rage Hamster and Tiki Barber in the backfield. John Kitten
0: is going to be starting <laughs> at quarterback before the season is over. Joey Harrington. We want Joey Harrington. Yeah.
1: on the center. <laughs>
0: yeah. uh, and, with, and with that, that concludes... Preseason week three of Cheese Heads in Chicagoland. Uh, thank y'all for listening. Tell your friends, tell all your other Packer friends, tweet about us. We're at Cheese I'm Mike Fleischman. That's Matt Mellum Setter. We're coming back for week four next week, where we will talk about the uh, the Chiefs Packers game, or we'll just talk about um, various Whatever. other fried foods that you can acquire. Yeah.
1: Because it's uh, it's county fair season, it's state fair season. Can't wait, it's it's food festival season in Chicago, Bourbon and Barbecue Festival, Roscoe Village. The September 8th and 9th. I'm a, I'm a hungry, hungry I'm, human being oh, right it's now. it's time. It's uh, Labor Day weekend's it's coming up. It's a great, it's up, a great so. time of the year here in Chicago.
0: And uh, check me out on rrsn.com. Uh, I'm doing Lowell High School football next week, and then I will be uh, back out at Portage. Week after that, I'll be uh, color with... Uh, with a radio broadcast so rrsn.com is where i'm working you can find my work there i'm uh, i'm far less sarcastic when i'm when i'm doing that stuff <laughs> but uh yeah thanks for listening we'll be back next week and until then matt Mellon setter what we tell him We tell to stay cheesy baby yep we still tell him that